0: The Week in Bible Prophecy, a Prophecy Watchers podcast.
1: Uh, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Mono Gonzalez here in studio with Bill Salas. Welcome, Bill. Mono, it's great to be back for you. Yeah, and we are we're covering a lot of the topics. Uh, one of the things that we want to do here, and if you're listening to this on our YouTube channel or Spotify, we encourage people to uh, to subscribe. Uh, that's how you're going to hear the latest things and. Bill, there's lots of stuff in the news, and one of the biggest things is in the news lately, which I think is a good lesson uh, for for all of us as Christians who are watching prophecy and watching current events. Um, I've seen some great memes as it relates to the the Chinese balloon that has been uh, was seen by many. I, I didn't have quite. Uh, I wish it would have come over Oklahoma. I could maybe got a picture of it with a telescope and, and read <laughs> and saw some stuff. But l- let's talk about this. I mean, security threat. National security threat? What do you think?
2: Well, I, I think it was a calculated intelligence-gathering maneuver by China because if you follow the, the course of the balloon through the United States before it got blown up, it was hitting, going over some very key military sites and, and bases like that. So I think it was strategic. Um, you were saying you would heard something before we went on the set here about there were actually some other things coming down from the balloon that would be... Uh, so,
1: yeah, so, so there there's, there's other balloons now that are being reported in Latin America and other places around the world that the China... This, the one over America that came down through Canada wasn't the only one, but they aren't just guided by the winds. Uh, they're like, no, this is a weather balloon. It's guided by the atmospheric winds. Not, not true at all. But I saw some images that were describing that there may be uh, some that were hanging missiles from them. That, so that, you know, th- this thing was up at 60,000 feet. So now you have these potential missiles that are hanging there and as they're guiding over, they can drop them wherever they wanted and then they don't have to be, uh, you know, inter- in the sense of intercontinental ballistic missiles which could be tracked very easily. Uh, but if you're only 60,000 feet up and you drop it, there's no, there's no defense on that.
2: Right, and they could be relatively undetected. Yeah. Matter of fact, along those lines, taking it to another extreme. There were some articles coming out about this Chinese balloon that talked about could they put an electromagnetic pulse nuclear weapon inside of a balloon like that and it would go undetected, Mm -hmm. and they would launch it. Now, of course, many of your viewers will understand an electromagnetic pulse, an EMP weapon, is a nuclear weapon. It it, it depends on the burst altitude of the height that gets launched and detonated, and then it spreads out at the speed of light like a canopy and fries everything underneath it. So the concern would be would they send an EMP, these articles were saying, undetected, and take out a lot of our country. But the the thing is, I'm looking at a chart here, Mondo, that I pulled up for this conversation. If you burst an altitude of an EMP 120 miles up, you could take out three quarters of the country,
1: 120 miles up. Usually it's like over Chicago, as they'll say it, and then it'll fry the electronics, the power grids for most of... The country, yeah, most of America.
2: Yeah, but we're talking 120 miles up to take out a lot of stuff. This is only, what, 60,000 feet. Yeah, let's
1: talk about that because, uh, you know, I think for us and you and I both is that we need to be good journalists in the sense of we need to make sure we do our homework before we sensationalize or hype things up. And, uh, you know, I think as Christians, oftentimes we we can have— we can have our our you know and and we jump on things or we see sound bites, which I think is is unfortunate that we build a whole theology on sound bite thinking, which we need to do our homework, but that being said uh, let 's put it in perspective. This thing was at sixty thousand feet, which is a little over eleven miles, and uh the 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 space station orbits at about two hundred and thirty miles, so this is way, way, way different in the sense of an e m p would have to be, at least according to the chart, 120 miles and up. So the the idea of having an EMP on on this balloon would be really, it just doesn't work.
2: Right, and... And we're not nuclear physicists here. We we don't know the exact burst altitudes, but it's the chart I'm looking at according here. to
1: the chart anyway. Yeah, at 11 miles up, you're not going
2: to take out a whole big chunk. Maybe maybe part of a state. Part of a state. Yeah. And you know would China do something like that, knowing that we've got a history of using nuclear weapons in the in the Japan? So I, I don't. I don't necessarily think that that was a threat of an EMP, not not from a balloon.
1: We we could be wrong. I'm happy to be wrong on that, I think. But we just need to be careful before we make statements. But nevertheless, what we do know is it was pushing uh, it was pushing against the the country. It it was challenging us and and, and the Pentagon is backtracking and what they did and didn't do. And we knew it the whole time and it wasn't a failure. But it it seems like it was a failure because any intelligence that they could have had could easily have been. sent already. So whatever's there, it's not like they destroyed the, the hard drives. The, 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 it's already been transmitted. So I, I'm really curious whether they will tell us after they destroyed it and it's in the ocean, not very deep off of North Carolina or the Carolinas, um, What are they going to tell us what was on it or what was there? I mean,
2: yeah, well, what was transmitted while it was in flight to China? Exactly. All kind of intelligence that they already have. So yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we're living in that type of world right now.
1: Yeah, we we have to be diligent. Let's talk about another thing which has been interesting is um, I've seen, again, good journalism and and bringing that up as I I, I didn't watch the Grammys, but I saw enough pictures and I did watch a a couple little pieces of the video. Um, What in the world is going on in our country?
2: Oh, you're referring to Sam Smith's uh, satanic act at the grammy's yes, when he won his,
1: his performance
2: he won an award for his song unholy uh you know interestingly about i mean it was unapologetic purely satanic activity because it was going to go with that song that is the hit unholy in fact i would just say this one of the lyrics in that song it talks about mommy don't know daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy that's the hook to mm-hmm. that song so, so you he's not
1: at the, the, the auto body shop? Is that what you mean?
2: Well, that's what you would think. <laughs> but, you know, people, if you go to Urban Dictionary, here's what that means from the euphemism. It's a, a strip club, topless bar, or other adult entertainment where adult men and women remove most of their clothing in exchange for money. Yeah, It's a strip club kind yeah. of thing is what he's talking about. And, of course, you know, this brings us to the thought of Isaiah 520. Yeah. Well, what are those who call evil good and good evil, yeah. right? And, and I think 2 Timothy... Might be even worth reading you know, some me, of the highlights of 2 Timothy 3.
1: Yeah, let, let's, let's see this, because again, the, we're looking at our culture slide faster than I can't even imagine. I mean, I, I've been uh, following this for 30 years, but uh, it's amazing how things slide so fast. It says this, but know this, 2 Timothy 3, 1. Then in the last days, perilous times will come. For people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, Blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. So here we have right here we have unholy, we have proud, we have blasphemers. I mean, these are people that again the very title of the song is is probably a mockery. Certainly it's an intentional mockery of what would be considered holy, and they're proud of it.
2: That's right. If you watch the performance, and you can watch it on YouTube, we don't encourage you to. I don't advise it, <laughs> it, but you clearly see it was all about being unholy and, yeah. and satanic. He, he had a hat on with horns, red hat, red horns. Everybody was dressed in red. It was really satanic.
1: When we look at our, uh, we look at our culture, and we see the ways in which there's there. It's, it's as if Romans 1 is here. We're living this, in Romans 1, uh, 24, 26, and 28, three times it talks about God abandoning a culture. Mm-hmm. And one that has exchanged worship of him for worship of creatures and climate, you name it, in, in, in Romans chapter 1. And God gives them over, and it's a similar list to what you see here. God, God says, well, you abandoned me, then I'm just going to step back. These aren't even things that God is doing. He just simply is saying, I'm going to let you as a culture slide into your own wickedness and he's going to remove his grace which is not he doesn't owe us that and now what we're watching in front of us is somewhat of a moral country not a perfect country no country's perfect but the United States has gone from the 50s of people being at church nuclear family where you remember and they wouldn't even show a, a husband and wife kissing and in what two generations maybe this is what we have on, on our on a public demonstration of television
2: i know and you know the romans 1 is a good example because it's called abandonment and wrath yep and romans 124 talks about the giving over to a given over to a depraved mind
1: depraved mind
2: yeah number 26 talks about sexual perversion given yep. over to se- romans 128 homosexuality yep and the hebrew word is uh, greek, greek word, word yeah, is yeah. dido dynami i think mm-hmm. it is and Mark Hitchcock does a good take on this. He yeah. says it's like you can let a dog off of a leash, an well, untrained dog, and just let it run. And that's sort of giving over that way or, or sort of pushing a child down the slide, sort of giving a little push. But what Mark says is when you see those things, it means God's already given over yeah. to these things. And we're already seeing these things happen, sexual perversion, this Sam Smith thing we saw yep. on the Grammys. Homosexuality, God's already abandoned that country. He's already given over. When you see those things in operation, yeah. So that's it, where we're at right now. Yeah,
1: and it's 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 a It's beyond the point of return in, in the sense of a culture, and uh, doesn't mean that people can't be saved. And what do we do? You know, we we don't uh, we don't promote the violence or antagonism or e- anybody that is is an unbeliever or wicked. Uh, we pray for them. Our, our heart is to see them rescued from from the devil's blindness, who's deceived them into joining and, and being so fleshly. Uh, and are we better than them, Bill? No, but that's why we call this stuff out. Yeah, exactly. You know, evil's hiding in plain sight. Yep.
2: You know, so... And,
1: and God's grace is sufficient and it it, it is enough. And, and what do we pray? We pray for salvation for them. We pray for that their eyes would be open, just like ours' eyes needed to be open at one time. And so... Again, we're not saying we're any better, but we do call it out because it is right. When people uh, call things like this tolerance or good, it's, it's a violation of Isaiah 520. That's right. Absolutely. Amen.
0: Everything that we're doing at Prophecy Watchers is vital because Bible prophecy is coming to pass right before our eyes. And it has never been more important for believers to understand what the Bible says about the days that we are living in. In case you haven't noticed, the whole world is spinning out of control. But we are not surprised because many of the things taking place were prophesied in the Bible thousands of years ago. That's why we want to offer you a very special subscription to our magazine, The Prophecy Watcher, that will keep you on the cutting edge of Bible prophecy. Stay informed on prophetic world events. Follow the nuclear threats from Russia and Iran. China's march to world domination, the likelihood of another global pandemic, the rise of artificial intelligence and transhumanism, war in the Middle East, the UFO phenomenon, and the latest technology preparing the world for the mark of the beast. The Prophecy Watcher magazine features articles from leading prophecy experts like Gary Stearman, Mondo Gonzalez, Thomas Ice, Randall Price, L.A. Marzulli, Bill Salas, and many others. With your gift of $50 or more to support the worldwide outreach of Prophecy Watchers, you will receive 12 issues of the magazine in either print or digital format. You will also receive 10 bonus DVDs that feature in-depth teaching on the ancient book of Enoch, Heaven and the New Jerusalem, the biblical case for the rapture, a look at how God put the gospel in the stars, what really happened at the Tower of Babel, and Ezekiel's prophecy on the Battle of Gog and Magog. This special offer is available anywhere in the United States with free shipping included. Don't wait, pick up the phone right now and call the toll free number on your screen or visit us at prophecywatchers.tv. Stand with us today and help us take the message of Christ's soon return to the whole world.